I'm your host, John Carter, and you are listening to The 919, the only podcast dedicated to telling the stories of the over 1.5 million people living within the Triangle. So this past Saturday, I was invited to visit St. Mary's School in downtown Raleigh uh, to share about, quote, podcasting 101. So I, I explained to them that I'd only been doing this for a number of months, but they insisted I come anyway, and I'm glad I did. I had a great time with the students there, and afterwards I was able to sit down with Katherine Jackson, the Director of Student Engagement. So enjoy. As always, if you know someone who's making an impact in the Triangle, tweet at me or Facebook me or email me at the 919 podcast at gmail.com. In fact, I typically will post stuff there, not on the email, on <laughs> Twitter and Facebook, I'll post stuff there that you can't get here, like pictures or other content uh, from people I'm talking with. So again, I'm hanging out with Katherine Jackson. Let's get started. Okay, I'm here on location uh, with Katherine Jackson, the Director of Student Engagement at St. Mary's School in Raleigh. So, Catherine, thanks for being on the 919. Well, thank you so much for having me, and thank you for spending some time with our students this morning. No, that was super fun. So, actually, for those that don't know, we, we just got done with a, a seminar, I don't know what we can call it, a class. Um, I talked about the art of podcasting, or podcasting 101, which is funny because I don't have <laughs> all the experience in the world, but it was, it was really fun uh, talking with some of your students and uh, – future leaders in the triangle and, and uh, you know, beyond uh, one of your students is going to Brown, which is pretty cool. Yep. Um, that's a small accomplishment, I guess. Just a small one. Just a small, small one. No, we're really proud of all the work that our girls do. And, um, you know, the session, they got to pick their session this morning and that one filled up really fast. They picked the right one. <laughs> they picked the right one. They did. They truly did. And it's funny because more and more that they are finding themselves listening to podcasts and curious about how do I find and asking each other, you know, who do you listen to? Um, it's a great way for them to spend some time and we're happy about it because it's a way to, for them to get off of Netflix and engage yeah. in another way. And YouTube and everything. <laughs> That's right. No, I, uh, if we talked about, of course, I talked about myself for a little bit, then we talked about why is podcasting so popular and it's because uh, people are, and the average commute in Raleigh is like 30 minutes so people can listen to this, hopefully this podcast on their way to work or on their way back. <clears throat> um, and they can be multitasking while they're uh, listening. So we talked a lot about that, and then I did a live demo with them. Um, so showing all my vast knowledge and expertise. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> no, I love that. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Good time. So, all right, you said this was actually – so what's happening today? We're on campus. There's a lot going on today. So what's going on? Yeah, you know, our campus is um, really unique because it's quite rare to have a boarding school in an urban location. And uh, St. Mary's School is a 9th through 12th independent uh, day boarding school um, located in the heart of downtown. And we're realizing a lot of people pass by our gates on Hillsborough Street every single day and either don't know what's going on behind those gates or they have um, past memories of when we used to be a college. Um, but we are just a high school, all girls experience. And so we really are committed to getting our girls engaged um, in, throughout Raleigh. So today is an, a day of just purely exploration. Um, it's learning in a different way. We're really striving for engagement and demonstration of learning. So the girls had about 15 sessions they could choose from of what they wanted to do on their Saturday morning. Uh, and yeah, get right. Up early <laughs> get and, up yeah. early. We had an 8.30 start this morning 
and um, they were ready to seize the day. This is something they're they become used to. It's a like I said, a different way to engage with different peers, uh, different presenters in the community, different faculty. Um, so today we had like I said, 15 sessions going on, and that ranged from learning After Effects, which is an animation through the Adobe mm-hmm. Suite, um, to your podcasting session, to some girls down at HQ Raleigh pitching to offline media. I'm a big fan of HQ Raleigh. So that, that's, I, I looked at all the uh, sessions you guys are doing, and honestly, I wish I could stay longer and be a part of that. But kind of weird, I guess, 9th through 12th grade uh, girls and just this guy in the back. But, <laughs> They're used uh, to visitors, so come uh, back. Uh, it was super cool, and I'm glad to, I could be a part of that. So, <clears throat> but, um, oh, and I was, we were talking about this earlier. You said this felt like Hogwarts. I totally agree. It's just, there's so many beautiful schools in the, in the triangle. Uh, and so when I think of like Hogwarts, I think Duke University, they have a very, that Gothic kind of architecture. And then on St. Mary's, like, I've been to a couple of weddings here. And that's my only knowledge of St. Mary's. So this is my first time actually being in the in the school itself. So it was awesome. That's great. Yeah, you know, we've been um, we're celebrating 176 years, wow. and um, and again, that's such a testament to our founders who kind of were doing something counterculture, and you know, in the 1800s of really investing in women. And we've kept that mission. And even throughout the Civil War, when all of the other inst- college institutions around us closed their doors, St. Mary's stayed open, and we still had school in session. And so we have been committed. We can truly say nonstop to committing girls um, since 1842, and uh, and so some of our buildings do reflect, you know, reflect that charm, and that's what I love about St. Mary's is it has uh, such heritage and legacy and a commitment to our history, which is rich, but also we're going places, we're we're preparing our girls. So many schools and institutions talk about preparing their students for tomorrow, and I just think here we're kind of itching at that notion of okay, but what about the day after tomorrow, (laughs) and uh, and. Not, it's not to be a one-up. Right? That's right, right. No, it's not to one-up, but it really is a way of thinking and a way of being. Um, so you don't have to have new buildings. You just have to have um, the right spirit, and we're doing that. That's awesome. All right, so uh, we're going to talk plenty about St. Mary's and uh, what you're doing on campus, but let's get into who you are. Um, so, Kat, uh, what are you up to in the 919 you know, besides um, – St. Mary's, and how did you get here? Sure. So I, I got here by way of um, UNC Chapel Hill. So I graduated from UNC in 2007. Were you uh, from the area? Or? I was from I was from Mint Hill, which is right outside of Charlotte. Okay. Um, so definitely a North Carolinian through and through. I love North Carolina. Um, but quite honestly, I, I knew nothing about um, Chapel Hill or the Triangle before I came um, up this way for school. And then I quickly fell in love with it. And I was one of those rare birds that just never got away even after I graduated. So I ended up working for my alma mater for about seven years um, before I came to St. Mary's. And I found St. Mary's because we talked earlier about the commute. The commute was getting uh, was getting to me. And uh, my husband and I live in Raleigh. I was uh, riding the Go Triangle bus uh, every day. I love it. It's a great, I miss it some days. Um, <laughs> shout out. Uh, it's a free Wi-Fi. You ride oh, with the okay. same people. You, you kind of form a kind of a bus family. But um, I was doing that commute and it was getting a little, it was a, good, a little too much. Um, so I started looking in the area, and um, I found St. Mary's. And when I came, um, you know, came here, it was just um, just a part-time gig, and thankfully that's become a full-time gig. But we love Raleigh. My husband and I, he works in Raleigh as well. 
a.m. We can't, we truly can't imagine anywhere we'd rather be. Um, it is a lot, we're lucky that a lot of our college friends still live in the area. Um, we have a great faith community in the area and other things that I'm really involved in. I'm really passionate about Dress for Success. Um, a couple of years ago, I stepped off of their yes, board. Yes, I know yeah, about that. yeah, it's a wonderful organization. Um, you can see I do a lot of women centric <laughs> things, but, um, but that's a passion of mine and Raleigh fulfills that passion. Um, but my new kind of pet project and, and where I put a lot of my energy in is Creative Mornings uh, RDU. So that is a. I see your hat. Yes, repping the RDU. I thought this you just a really big fan of the airport, but no. <laughs> um, well, it goes, beyond, too, goes too. beyond that, I guess. <laughs> it does go beyond the airport. Um, Creative Mornings RDU is a free event the last Friday of every month. Um, and it takes place um, at Contemporary Art Museum and it's hyper local. So uh, there are themes that are picked out by global chapters all around the world. And then we find a hyper local speaker who can touch upon that topic. So again, anyone can come and it's a great way to spend your morning. There's free breakfast, free coffee. Um, but that's my way of really staying involved and plugged into what's going on. That's awesome. So you're you're really involved in the, the area just bes- even besides uh, St. Mary's. That's really cool. Correct. I like the Dress for Success. Uh, you know I work for IBM and we I think having a woman CEO kind of lends itself to that. This is a company that really cares about um, just representing everybody and we do a lot of work with Dress for Success. I love it. I think it's a really cool That's organization. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm so glad to hear that. I actually have bags out of my office of clothing and jewelry yeah. for my colleagues that I need to take over there. So it's a great organization. <laughs> yeah. All right. So you already mentioned uh, all the things you did besides, uh, or some of the things you did besides St. Mary's. So you still live in the Raleigh, like in the downtown area or? We sure do. So to... we live like um, in kind of South Raleigh, like you're headed towards Garner. Mm-hmm. Um, and we love it. We both grew up, my husband and I, we grew up rural. And so um, we have a dog and we knew downtown, we wanted to be close to downtown, but not have your downtown. own space. That's right. Gotcha. So we live in a great community. Um, you know, we can get downtown in 10 minutes or less. So you mentioned going to Chapel Hill. So you graduated. Interna- thank you, LinkedIn. You graduated uh, <laughs> International Studies, Human Geography. So tell me about that and what maybe obviously plans change. Uh, what was the idea of that major to begin with? And how'd that get you to St. Mary's? Sure. So um, it is funny. I, you know, oftentimes the girls that I work with here at school, are like, well, what did you major in? I'm like, well, <laughs> it's really interesting. Um, but, you know, I went into college with a mindset, thankfully, I had supportive parents that um, it is a place to learn how to be a learner and to be a critical yes. thinker. And it, it's my personal philosophy that if you're not going into something um, super specialized like nursing or um, business, like, you should really embrace the liberal arts experience. Hmm. So I really wanted to be um, have majors that I was uh, passionate about and interested in. And those two lended itself. Um, I was I'm really into, I guess, nerd alert here, but I'm really into human geography and why people concentrate where they do, how cities are organized and planned. That means? Okay. Yeah, that's that's exactly it. So demographics and and how people move. Yeah, demographic city planning is the the bulk of that. So I I loved it. Um, And I worked in the chancellor's office and I was an ambassador for the General Alumni Association. And so the major allowed me to have that free time to do outside interests. And I you know, I think about college and I just, I really wouldn't change a thing. It really um, taught me how to think. It taught me how um, to interact with others. And so I kind of had this dual passion of how do people concentrate in city planning. Also, I fell in love with higher education. Um, And so when you're a student on college, you 
don't very frequently think about who are the people behind what makes this possible every single day. So I went all four years thinking, um, never thinking that I could have a profession to be a higher ed professional. (laughs) And so I quickly became graduation time and I was like, oh my gosh, what am I doing? And I applied for Teach for America and was accepted. And that was really great and exciting and an honor. But at the same time, I thought, Um, I'm doing this for all the wrong reasons. And a week before graduation, the Alumni Association had me down for lunch. And um, as I said, I was really involved. There's a student and they offered me a job. And that allowed me to stay and uh, continue to learn and grow at a place that I was passionate about. Um, And then, of course, I wanted to kind of take a step away from higher ed and think about, well, what can we do to prepare students even better for higher ed? And that's how I found St. Mary's, which is obviously a high school. And so I think about if I can um, move the needle on these girls before they get to their higher ed institutions, Mm -hmm. what even more incredible things are they going to be able to do and accomplish? That's awesome. So... Is this the only, is St. Mary's the only um, school of its kind in the area, or are there more? We are. So we are the only um, all-girl independent school in the area. The next closest one um, would, uh, you know, be in kind of the Winston-Salem area. And which, which school? Because I lived in Winston-Salem. In Salem, Salem oh, Academy. Oh, yep. uh, yeah, yeah. I have a bunch of friends that went there. I should <laughs> no, know no, that. No, yeah. And so there is, um, right, right across the street, really, from us is the Wake Young Women's Leadership Academy. And they're a middle through high school charter school through Wake County. Um, but we are are you know the only single sex institution in the area wow okay very cool so you came to st mary's um you know what started your journey there you know what role did you have and then it, what got you to where you are now, which is the director of student engagement? You know, how did that happen? Yeah, so every year I've been able to kind of carve out a little bit more of like what I am passionate about, what I love to be doing. And I think it's a good example um, for our students and our colleagues that, you know, if you're passionate about something, you can advocate for yourself. And you if you can tie um, your passion to how it will benefit some, you know, the institution, there's a way to make your dream job possible. And so when I first started at St. Mary's, I was just 30 hours a week and um, it was a kind of a one year funded position. Uh, and I made the case that, you know, I really uh, want to be here and I think there's more I can do here. And so I'm so thankful to the institution for, um, you know, keeping me on in uh, a full time capacity. And so I started really with a focus on leadership. Um, we have a strong uh, history of leadership and female leadership and looking at different ways our girls uh, could be leaders and thinking, um, really pushing this notion of servant leadership. Um, and again, that's kind of counterculture because it's putting uh, the we before me and working with adolescents. I like that. That's yeah, not, that's good. Yeah, it's not always the case, right? I mean, this. This is the selfie generation. It's a lot of me, me, me. Um, I'm and, triggered right now. So. <laughs> <laughs> and so um, teaching them that the we before me is 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 really important, and that you don't have to have a title to be a leader. Um, and but more and more, I've, there's always had this notion in me of um, we're not utilizing Raleigh, and this is a place I love, and I want to take both of the places that I love and introduce them to each other. I love St. Mary's. I love Raleigh let's have a, you know, a meet cute and see what we can do. And so that has really led me to um, the engagement position that I'm in now. And so I work with girls. Um, if they have interest, I, I love, I think of my office as the office of opportunity. So if you have an interest, okay. I want to help you make it happen. Um, and that can take place in a sh- shadowing opportunity, an internship opportunity, an independent study research project, um, we're simply thinking about all the sessions we put together today. It allows me to be creative and it allows me to connect both of those interests and show our girls um, a world outside of um, the traditional, what you people might think of the traditional classroom setting. This is awesome. Like, this sounds really cool. So um, when, 
I guess they're going through high uh, high school, and then I, I'm guessing most of them end up uh, going to college, hopefully in the area. But I mean, there's a lot of other great schools. So yeah, where do you see your students going uh, after they graduate here? What's the path? I mean, so, there's probably a bunch of different ones. Yeah, they go all over. Um, you know, we girls by and large, I mean, overwhelmingly, it's gonna it's gonna be straight into college. And if it's not that route, then it's a gap year before going mm-hmm. into the uh, college that they were accepted. So um, it is college placement, and we're excited. I I loved um, learning more about our college counseling when I came here because when I was going through the process, I went to a public high school that we had a graduating class of over 500 kids. There were just two, you know, college counselors, and you were kind of doing it on your own. And here it is such a special, highly relational, really getting to know you and talking about fit. And so we, I'm really proud of um, our college counselors because we have girls going all over, international, um, you know, staying in the southeast, um, going up north, a few going, you know, west coast. I have an advisory um, of seven seniors this year, and they're kind of some are staying in state some are going to texas um (laughs) you know and so it's just so we're going maybe to tennessee south carolina so it's um those states not those institutions but those (laughs) states and so um it's exciting to see because it really isn't about um going after that name it's really going about the fit gotcha so sounds to me like everyone would want to if you (laughs) if you're a girl you want to go to saint mary so um but i'm guessing you know Tuitions maybe a bit high and make, maybe it makes sense. There's a lot of you know, awesome stuff on campus. Um, I assume there's opportunities for scholarships and everything. Or you know maybe talk talk to me about the application process. How do students? get on campus? Sure. So we um, do, we have a lot of opportunities for students to um, come to explore our campus even before the formal application process begins. So we do, our, our missions team is amazing. Um, we have prospective students on campus today, 55, mm. who were just recently accepted and coming back That's for awesome. one final, like, Congratulations and um, one final Buckle look. Up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's exciting. And so yeah. um, they they do a wonderful job. But we run middle school camps that are completely free. Um, they're half day camps. I'm leading one in a couple weeks at HQ Raleigh, and uh, we have one shout out to HQ. HQ, and um, we have another. We have a middle school camp going on today on the soccer field. Um, so there's lots of ways for girls to find us. Um, and then once it's time for them to uh, apply, there is it's an online application process. You have a, count, a missions counselor who is beside you and your family 100% of the way. Um, we do have a few scholarships, and we have, obviously, financial aid. It's really important to us um, that this experience, if you're mission-aligned and it's a good fit, um, that we can find a way to make it happen for you because we benefit from having uh, a community uh, that is, you know, of all types. And so we really like to work with lots of different families um, to learn about us and see if it's a place that they want their daughter to be. Right. Yeah, I know a lot of people, I think you mentioned this earlier, a lot of people know St. Mary's simply by maybe they're driving by, or in my case, uh, I pass it every year on the way to and from the Krispy Kreme Challenge. So I'm, (laughs) I'm, uh, you know, the the street, St. Mary's uh, Road or St. Mary's Street, I'm I'm running on that after uh, I eat 12 donuts. So um, (laughs) beautiful campus and uh, a lot of people drive by. So, um, and this school has been around since 1842. So that, I think that's a testament to 
you know, it's been able to stay around a, a while. Right. So there's a lot of cool things happening, right? It is. And yeah. I think it speaks to the fact that, um, you know, we are quite, you have to stay relevant and you have to be able to stay true to your core but while same time reinventing yourself. And um, I'm really proud to be a part of an organization that has that longevity and that commitment, again, deeply rooted in this sense of self, um, but also deeply committed to where can we go next? Yeah. So where do you see St. Mary's going from here? You know, there's, I don't know, what what's happening in the future? Yeah, so. it's an exciting time for us. We we have a new head of school, Brendan O'Shea, and, and it's ex- you know, when you have a new head of school, there's lots of excitement. So where I see St. Mary's going is um, just really, we're really showing our alumni what we're all about, where we're going, as well as the Raleigh community. I see um, increase in girls who are interested in coming here. Um, there's a lot of movement right now in, in kind of the social you know, and cultural climate of um, female empowerment. And I think um, we can ride that wave successfully and say, we've been here all along and we're so glad. <laughs> we've been doing this for a while. Yeah, we've been, we've been doing this for a while and we're so glad that it's finally getting more attention. And so I see, you know, in, in a broader market of people who are interested in our school, whether that's applicants and sending their daughters here or um, wanting to teach here or are wanting to partner with us. Um, I really see our girls, you know, our mission is preparing girls for college and life. And um, I really see a movement to our girls kind of working on the skills that they need to be successful in the job market. Um, you know, it's, there's so much talk right now about soft skills, soft skills, and I don't really like that word, but there is something true to that notion. Um, we had a group of faculty go out to the West Coast um, a couple years ago, and they met with Amazon and Boeing and Microsoft, and what are they asked the question, what do you need in tomorrow's workforce? And by and large, it's I can teach you, you know, how to use a piece of technology or sure. equipment. I, I can't necessarily teach you um, how to collaborate with others and be a critical thinker. How to talk good. That's right. That's <laughs> right. Lead, yes, yes, yeah, exactly. Communication. Uh, communication. It never <laughs> goes away. It never goes away. And so I see us really um, continuing to tease those those skills out. We have 10 key competencies that we work with our girls, and that spans from, you know, digital media literacy all the way to, uh, by and large, the communication that I said will not go away. So having our girls really play with these 10 key competencies and be have some growth in those and show that um, through an electronic portfolio for life that they can take with them after St. Mary's and continue mm-hmm. to add to even, yes, in college, but even when they're a professional, um, because we are moving to a culture of show me what you can do and podcasting is a great example like our girls today if they create a podcast they're super proud of they can put it in their portfolio for life and demonstrate their learning um so i see us continuing to push the edge in a lot of those ways as long as they're not making a podcast about the triangle right right, i'm sure you've told them that they it's off limits that's john's they cannot take it john's market he can't (laughs) no no don't do another area code he's got it got it under control (laughs) they can do another area code they can do the 336 (laughs) or 704 that's right There you go. Um, Giving ideas out for free here. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That's so cool. So, Director of Student Engagement, you're just trying to create uh, or connect these students to their passion and see what they can do with it. I think that's awesome. Yeah. It seems like a really good environment for them to be creative and uh, not just go through school and, you know, you know, go through their classes, but do something besides their classes right? that's right I say learning is a contact sport and um, <laughs> and I think about I, I really feel like I came into my own in college but I often s- sit back and think well, 
what more could I have done if I had had this all-female experience um, and someone pushing me and, and cha- you know, championing me and challenging me appropriately um, in high school? Where would I be you know, today? Um, and so I think there is something completely special about this experience. It is a wonderful place that's highly relational. They care about the person. They care about the mind. And um, so you know, it's exciting to see where our girls go. Yeah. All right. So you're probably, hopefully you're ready for this, but I, I ask this of everybody, but how are you transforming the 919? I feel like I'm transforming the 919 by really being a connector. Uh, you can ask my colleagues, you can ask my friends, like, how do you know what's going on all the time <laughs> in Raleigh? Like, I need somewhere to eat or I need something to do this weekend. And I'm like, oh, this is going on. You can do this. So I mm. really feel like I do PR for Raleigh. And I feel like that's how I'm transforming the 919 uh, is awesome. really getting more people out and about and to love this uh, place the same way that I do. I like that a lot. That's a good answer. Okay, <laughs> That's really good. I think you're ready for that. So, <laughs> well, all right, anything I forgot um, before we sign off here? Uh, I think you have just truly wowed us. And again, we thank you for your time. Stop. And Stop. no, no, seriously, it's it's it really is admirable to see someone take on a pet, you know, like this kind of niche market and pet project. It's a lot of work that goes into podcasting. Um, so just shout out to John, the 919, for making it happen for your listeners. Uh, honored to be on campus. And yeah, very gracious. Uh, thanks for letting me be a part of everything. So, all right, Kat, thanks for being on the 919. Thank you. You just listened to Katherine Jackson from St. Mary's School in downtown Raleigh. So we are three months into 2018, and I've been able to hang out with some awesome people through the pod. I've gotten a lot of feedback from you guys already, and I'm curious to know what your favorite episode has been so far. You can follow me on Twitter or Facebook uh, at The 919 Podcast, and let me know there. Again, thanks for listening.